Welcome to the Learning to Flourish podcast. We're your hosts, Kelsey Donnell and Laura Jean Tremblay. This is a place to stop waiting and to learn to flourish exactly where we are, right in the in-between. Join us each week as we discuss topics that pertain to daily life and how we can flourish in the here and now. Welcome back, friends. It has been two weeks. That was not planned. (laughs) That was unplanned. (laughs) That was unplanned. Uh, But life happened, and we both got sick, and so here we are. Here we are in our glory, you guys. In our glory. The situation at hand right now, we might have to just post a snapshot of snapshot of what we're working with today because you guys would just be like, Ugh. You might not want to listen really? after you see that, but that's fine. <laughs> What'd you say? So they might not want to listen after they see what's happening right now. We'll share, we'll share the snapshot after you guys hear this episode. Yeah, but we are thrilled to be back, even though we're, we don't look like it. <laughs> um, and if I, if I do try to talk any louder than this, I, nothing will come out. So we're just dealing what, with what we have. We are taking it and we are moving along. Oh, by the way, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. It'll be a new year when we launch this. Yeah. That's wild. wild. That's insane. Wild. This year. Okay, how so many bad. people still write like with pen and paper, like I don't know, to plan or something, like the date of things? I do every day. I'm not currently I kind of a student, often. kind of not, but like I right? do it every day and I'm not ready for the year to be changed. I'm just not. My favorite thing is like in the salon, when people are writing me checks, the amount of times they have to scribble out the date because they will, they'll put 2023 and it's 2024. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, girl, same. Like, yeah, I feel that. <laughs> like in my head, it's still 2012. So it is what it is. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, in these, I know it's been two weeks, but what's your God wink been? Yeah, um, my God week was, it wasn't like a super exciting one. I got sick. I got really sick on Christmas Eve. Um, like sick enough that I burst a blood vessel in my eye. Like I looked like a vampire for days and God was literally just like, Kelsey rest. Like that's all I needed. That's the reason I was sick. I was worn out. My body, my body quit on me. But I rested and now I'm fine and my eyes are wide again, except for the cute little broken blood vessel. But you know what? That'll be gone in a couple weeks. Just a cute little reminder of why we rest every day when I look in the mirror. Yeah. I love that. Good times. But, you know, we're on the mend. Powering through. So, yeah. What about you? Well, there's just one thing I want to say. Rest, I feel like, is one of those things where there is no substitute. Ditto. You can't. You can't. Like, there's a lot of things we can substitute in life. Like, I don't know. We've substituted lots of things for new, new things, right? But you can't substitute rest. It's like 
you have to do it and it and it does take the time that it takes there's just no I, that's so true it. and nobody can do it for you mm. that's and like you the one can't thing do it for anyone like, else right i wish i wish it worked that way you know when you're like oh i'll take a nap for you it's fine i wish it works that way <laughs> I will sacrifice my day and take a nap for you. <laughs> like, you're welcome. I will do that for you. You want to know I how much that. more I would rest if I was resting for other people? <laughs> oh, okay. That just opened a whole <laughs> <Yeah>. of <laughs> Yep. I would rest so much if it would benefit other people. <laughs> okay, good. Excellent. But that's not the topic of the day. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a topic for another day. Um, oh. What's your my god, god wink my god wink is a book that i'm reading and and it's like yes it's like the topic of what the book is but it's also how i came about like finding the book so yeah. i was like having a conversation yesterday surrounding like some of the topics that the book talks about and then someone totally different on their uh, stories yesterday posted about this book and I had seen it before but I hadn't read it and I was reminded of it and I was like oh cool so I like look up the book because I was reminded of it and literally on the cover it's like talking about exactly when I was like talking about that day and I was like okay I think I need to read this so okay yeah got you it is uh yeah it's happening it's being read <laughs> yeah so. Do you want to tell us what the book is called? It's called, uh, I think it's called Uninvited. I don't know if it's. Ooh, I know the book. Yeah, it's by Lisa Turkhurst. So uh, many people in my area have read this book. I have not yet, but it's like, if you were to put together a poll of Phelps County, they'd be like, oh my gosh, this is one of the best. <laughs> so I've seen so many studies be done on it. Yeah. 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 No, it's, yeah. it's pretty good. Um. And Love it's it. interesting because I I just last month um, gave a, a Theology of the Body talk in uh, Virginia. And it's funny because my topic for that talk, she talks about in this book. And I was like, mm, see, I was onto something here. I'm not the only one. <laughs> yeah, no, not so, even close to one. Yeah, so pretty cool. Pretty Love cool. It. Love it. Yeah. So what are we going to talk about today, Kelsey? You guys, we're going to talk about words of the year. And mm -hmm. then we're going to kind of talk about what our year is going to look like with you. But I'm really that. excited about the, like the word of the year. I think that's my favorite thing that I've done. I stopped doing resolutions. Like I make goals, but like I might start those goals in November or, you know, February, like, I don't feel like I have like a deadline of when I need to make these resolutions and goals by mm -hmm. and when I need to have them done. I, you know, I just, I prefer a word. I prefer having something to focus on and pray over and, uh, to push me to be better, I guess, throughout the whole mm -hmm. year, depending on what the word is. Did you have a word last year? Mm -hmm. What was it? Yeah, so oh. <laughs> my word this year <laughs> was um, not exactly a positive. Well, okay, it depends on how you look at it's it. It's okay. It's okay. So, like, 
Okay, first of all, for those who don't know what a word of the year is, a word of the year is like literally you just pick a word or, you know, through prayer or something, there's a word that keeps coming up and you decide you're going to adopt that word for the year. And then you're just kind of have that in the back of your mind as the year goes on, whether it's something you're working towards, whether it's something that's like a good reminder for you, things like that. So like I've had different words in the past, like um, in 2022, it was brave. And so I would like, you know, remind, remind myself of that word every time I was like scared to do something like, no, like this year is my year to be brave and like to step out and do the thing I'm called for. You know, this year I used a, um, a word of the year generator. So Jen Fulweiler, I don't know if you guys know who that is. Is it the one you used? Yeah. Okay, so yep. Jen Fulweiler, she is a hilarious Catholic mom. She's a stand-up comedian, and she is also, like, super nerdy with, like, coding. So she <laughs> created a Word of the Year generator. So you can look it up. Just look up Word of the Year generator or Jen Fulweiler, and it'll come up. Anyway, I used that for 2023, and the word that I got was sweat. Oh, and and intriguing, right? And and you could think, oh yeah, like that could be really motivational. Like this could be really positive for someone who's like has goals and they're just gonna like. It wasn't the case for me. (laughs) I feel like, yeah, you know, there was a lot of unexpected, a lot of change, a lot of upheaval, uh, throwing my plans out the window, a lot of things that were un. I was unprepared for that happened this year that just made me sweat. And I was like, oh, great. That's, that's what that meant. So, <laughs> you know, what the it year is I'm what coming it, off of. <laughs> it is what it is. That's yeah. so weird. But... Yeah. Um, so was mine was tough. Word? Tough. And I read it as like, oh, goody, it's going to be a tough year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I, and I wanted to, the thing is, is I redid it like 10 times after that. And I was like, no, Kelsey, that's not how it works. You have to do the first word. Like, that's the rule. It's not the rule. There is no rule. No, you can do whatever you you want. (laughs) I didn't have the energy to tell myself that it was okay. So tough it was. Um, And I was actually talking to Shaw about it. And she was like, Kelsey, that's such a good word for you. And I was like, What? And she's like, I, I was working with her like on one-on-one training and she's like, you're growing in strength. You're go- growing in like mental toughness. You're having to do all of this work. Like it is tough and, but you have to be tough. And it was like all of this stuff. It was good. It was a good word for the year. It wasn't like my favorite that I've ever had, but mm-hmm. yeah, it was a good, it was a good one, but I'm really excited about my word this year. Tell me, what is it? Fiat. Ooh. Yeah. It's a good one. It's a good one. I just like every time in church when we talk about Mary and her little yes, I'm just like, ugh. It's it's like my favorite thing of all time. Like the strength of Mary, the girl. She is she is literally the queen. Um, and like her ability for her yeses to change the actual world. And, um, 
Yeah. So, um, for those of you who don't know, I, I guess I could pull up the definition. It's basically like fiat is, um, let it be done. Um, so fiat means let it be done in Latin and is a word we often use to celebrate and refer to Mary's yes to God. Um, so yeah, I think this year I just really want to lean on like Mary's guidance and her love and her protection and, and yeah, let that just really, really carry me. There's a lot of times where I want to change things that I cannot, and I don't accept what is being done. Mm. Um, so I think that's a really great thing for me to focus on this year. Yeah, that's beautiful. Thanks. And it's also like, can include your yes to things. Yeah. Right? Like if there's like things that come up and like learning from Mary and how she was so, what's, what's amazing. I mean, there's so many things about amazing about Mary, but one of the you things know. that I like have been thinking about a lot recently is like how complete and uh quick her yes was like she didn't have to sit around and deliberate or like be like oh let me pray about that and like six months Mm. later like "Mm, I discerned and like it's like no yeah he was she was ready and she said yes and her yes was so complete and final like she didn't she didn't waver in her yes ever she didn't wasn't ever like oh uh sorry I didn't know like "Mm, he's gonna die oh I didn't know that wasn't part of my yes so so I'm gonna take that back like that never was the case right and like imagine imagine just how fearful that would be or scary, I guess. Like you said yes to a lot of things in that little yes, Mary, you know, and she knew it, but she accepted it with a heck of a lot more grace than I've ever had. Mm -hmm. So I just think that is going to be what I focus on this year. I don't know what that means and what that's going to bring me, but shoot. Well, that's the beautiful thing about the word of the year is like we can have yeah. some like initial thought like your initial thought for tough was like ooh that means it's gonna be tough year my initial word thought with sweat was like ooh I don't really want to find out what that means <laughs> instead of like <laughs> it motivating right but at right? the same time it's it's what the year holds that it kind of starts coming out like because right. It's kind of like letting go of our control a little bit because I don't know about you, but I'm a huge planner. Like I love to sit down and organize and look at what things will look like. But the thing is, is there, there's like never anything that goes according to plan. For like, real. Has there ever been something like big? Like not, not like, oh, I'm going to have cereal for breakfast. Like, okay, yeah, that can go to plan. But like. Right. Anything big that's like multiple steps, multiple people involved, it never goes the way you imagine it. But somehow it either gets done or it's changed and it's better or whatever. Like, yeah, whatever is meant to happen will happen. So it's like we can sit there and be like, oh, this is how I think it's going to go. But with the word of the year is so cool because we can like look back and be like, oh, like kind of take it for what it is throughout the whole year 
Like there are right. so much, so many things that happen in a year. Yes. Like it's kind of mind boggling. Like where I was last <laughs> New Year's to year is so different. And yeah, like that's just, it's, it's a cool thing that we can kind of have this current that goes through the year with us and we can right. look back on. And I think, I think my favorite thing is that like at the end of the year, you like just get to take time and you reflect on it. And when you're able to look at it in a grander perspective and like you can look at your year as a whole, like whether or not you had a good or devastating year, you can see what that word, like how that word lived out. Um, one of my favorite things to do at the end of the year, I started this like, oh gosh, like six years ago, probably is I would set aside just a couple of hours. It didn't all have to be done at once, but I did like to, I, I like to spend like a good amount of time doing it. And just like, I wrote out what my word was. I wrote kind of like how it played a role in my life. I wrote like took time to write down all of the things that happened, the good, the bad, everything in between. And like my feelings on it. Like I, I like, I just wrote it all down and I sat with it. And then, and then I looked forward to the next year because I think there's so much beauty in like, like, yeah, you lived your life for the past year, but like taking a time to like, accept it and pray over it in Thanksgiving, whether it was good or bad is really powerful. Um, and then prayerfully going forward into the next year, like God, this is where I am. This is what the last year was for me. This is where I still have hurt. And this is where I want to focus going next year. And I think so many times, like the world right now, like social media right now is like, how are you going to improve yourself? How much weight are you going to lose? How are you going to make this much money by this day? And how are you going to do this? But it's like, how are you going to improve your relationship with God? How are you going to be more present to yourself? How are you going to, you know, how are you going to really laser focus on what truly matters this year? And I think that's why I like the word so much because it's really forced me to reflect and like look forward and pray over my next year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that intentionality with it. And, and the thing is, is that taking that time to look back over your past year and to essentially Mm -hmm. process it as a whole, like you can Uh go back into the moment and kind of process those because life Oh, move so fast that often we're not processing as fast as life is happening. So like then like more things happen and then we just like, okay, we just forget about that. <laughs> and so by going back right. over it, <clears throat> it's a beautiful thing where we can process and learn. Like again, yeah. we brought like the lessons that we were faced with, like are brought back up to the surface of like, oh yeah, that's something I learned in that season. Or 
even looking at it from that bird's eye view of after the year's over, seeing like the hand of the Lord through it all or seeing how his bigger plan has has played out is something really cool. And yeah, it it's like there's no no one can do that for you. Like kind of like what you're talking about rest at the beginning. Like there's no, yeah. th- there's no app. There's no thing on social media that can tell you this. Like you have to do this work. You have to go back. You have to process this and look at it and reflect. But the thing is, is that it's not just a to do. It's like super helpful. And like, yeah. while at one, on the one hand, we don't want to like, live in the past when we're like obsessed over something and we can't move on we can learn from the past and in fact if we don't learn from the past it's gonna like our like what's happening (laughs) if we're not learning from our past or our life like we're missing something huge yeah I agree I just I think yeah I think a reflection on your year is so important Mm-hmm. and I again and I this is at the end of the year like we've talked about this going into the holidays like there's a lot of things that we fell short on we're human there's a lot of things that we wanted to do last year that didn't get done and there's a lot of things that we wanted to do and we didn't even get a think about because life happened mm-hmm. and like the important thing is that you look at that and you don't like brush it under the rug. It's not like, mm. well, it didn't happen. It's never going to happen. It is what it is. It's like, okay, it didn't happen. This is why. Maybe it's because I lacked self-discipline. Maybe it's because something traumatic happened in my life that didn't allow it to happen. Maybe it's because something really fantastic happened to my life. And that just took priority, you know, mm-hmm. there's a reason it didn't happen. We're not using it as an excuse, but we're reflecting on it. We're looking at it. And then next year we're going to continue to push to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go in with our eyes open instead of like, <clears throat> just like kind of being bullheaded and like continuing on the trajectory, even if like, okay, there's mm-hmm. a really clear you make this one change, it might, it might be different for you. So reflect uh-huh. on that. And then it might, you know, it, it might help. Yeah. You. Yeah. I, I do this kind of like, I like, I like thinking about it in terms of the word of the year. I haven't really done that intentionally. I've done more of, um, well, okay. I kind of have, it's interesting because around my birthday, which is towards the end of the year, it's always around the the new liturgical year. So I like to do like a big, like sit down for hours and journal and like about my whole year in terms of like what happened and processing all of that. And then around Christmas time, we do this thing where um, each of us kids in our family write a year in review Ooh. And so we like go through our year and we pull out like it can like there's no like um, guidelines in terms of like what it should look like or anything mm-hmm. like that. Um, we It's all very different. And in fact, from year to year, I change how I do it. But um, kind of just like 
going back over year year and like bringing it up that's generally when I think of the word of the year and I kind of have that in in the back of my mind and then we go around um we didn't do it this year but <laughs> we go around around okay. like on Christmas or Christmas Eve when we're all together and we read our ours and then we like pass it along and so like it's kind of like an update for everyone and we put it in a binder and so now we have like six or seven years worth of these binders where we can like go back and be like oh yeah this is the year like so and so got married and like this is how it like how all of us kind of saw that life event or or whatever and and that's like really cool um because I find that this time of year it can be kind of crazy in terms of like yeah there's a lot of things we are doing there's a lot of um there's a lot of activity there's a lot like the holidays are a lot and then we're just bombarded like literally December 26th we're bombarded New Year's is coming and like what goals are you setting and what resolutions are you going to have and like it's overwhelming and and so I find that that time of year is really hard for me to sit down and be like, oh, I'm going to reflect on this and whatever. I think right. I mean, part of that is discipline. Like I should do that. But I also have found that around my birthday is also a really good time to look back at my year. I and love that. You know, like this year of life, like this, you know, yep. however old I was, like this year of life, this is what all happened or like, Yeah. So that's another idea. If you like, if you don't do it around New Year's, you can always do it around your birthday. Unless, of course, your birthday is around New Year's. So it would be one and the same. (laughs) I love it. I really like that your family does a year in review. Mm -hmm. Well, the thing is, my my cousins did it for my aunt and then my mom found out about it. And then she was like, uh, we want that. She want, she was like, uh, I want that. So you guys should start. <laughs> I'm obsessed with that. I think that's so cool. I think that's yeah. so cool. Also, yeah. can we talk about, can we talk about how hard it is and how annoying it is to see all of, I've said it before, the new year, new you stuff. And it's like, everybody's trying to sell all this stuff to you. And like, I get it. A lot of it's for the greater good. Like a lot of it is quote unquote for your health and all of this. And, but like, I just, I just hate it. Like how it starts on the 26th. The thing is, because it's literally just started. Yes. And number two, because I feel like everywhere I go, I'm being told that I'm not good enough. That's the thing. That that language, that language of saying new year, new you. It's like, oh, was the old me not good? 2023 version of Kelsey just wasn't good enough. That's how I take it. And that is not good with me. Mm -mm. That is not speaking truth. No. So let's, um, let's, let's speak some truth about Yes. About all of like let's contradict what that is saying. Yes, let's do that. I just like I have struggled so much in my own life with like New Year's resolutions always being to lose weight. 
always being to like cut 20 pounds this January, I'm going to start eating really healthy. And then, and then I don't. And then I look back on, like, I eat healthy. Like, that's the thing. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't eat poorly. So it's just like, no, Kelsey, you don't need to eat just protein and vegetables. Like, your body does deserve other things. And, like, your weight doesn't make you unworthy of love. Yes. Okay? The size of your jeans does not make you unworthy. For Pete's sake. First of all, nothing makes you unworthy. Yes. That's something that we should just right off the bat. Nothing makes you unworthy of love because let's just remind the folks who we are. We were made in God's image. We are. We were made in God's image and God is love. So first of all, we can be that to other people, which is a beautiful gift. Like we can express the love of God even when we don't feel like we can love that person, we can express the love of God. That's beautiful. That's such a gift. But that's what other people are doing to us too. And the only problem with us feeling that we're not worthy of love, it's not the problem of being worthy of love. It's the problem that we then put up a wall and we can't receive love. So it's not saving anybody. It's not being like, oh, I'm unworthy of this. And so, you know, save yourself and like, don't, don't waste your time and energy on loving me. I'm not worthy of it. You're not saving that person. Or you're not saving God's energy. <clears throat> yeah. By saying I'm not worthy of love, you're you're just putting up a wall in front of your own heart saying I'm I'm not receiving your love. Right. And that is uh, a bigger problem for you, but it also hurts the other person. Yeah. Because they're like, dude, this is a gift that I'm giving you. And you're saying, dude, I'm trying to bless you. Yeah. But you don't let me. Oh, it's so true. I just think, I just think it's so important right now with everything going on in the world and the world trying to lie to you and tell you that you're not enough. I think it's so important to just start really really believing in your worth and your worthiness and your value and yeah, not shutting yourself off to that and not rejecting that from other people. I like the way you put that. It's all about right. Living from a place. Okay. This is what I talked about in my theology value talk. So if anyone's listening to this and listen to that, (laughs) You're getting a repeat. Okay. But I talk about that means was good. I talk about the one of the most fundamental desires us as humans have. And that is this desire that we have to be seen, known, and loved. Okay. Yes. Everyone has this desire. And if you are nodding your head and being like, oh yes, that's what I want. Yes, I agree. But the problem is, is that we first look to other people to fulfill this desire. Mm. Which, okay. Other people can help fill this desire. But the the true desire is is for is for God because that's who we were made 
with this desire for. So if we come, let's look at two examples, right? Somebody who's coming to human beings and being like, I, I need to be seen. I need to be loved and I need to be known and all of these things. But we human beings are very selfish. Even if we don't want to admit it, like we're very selfish. And even the people that we say we love the most, we can hurt and we can, you know, be so caught up in our own lives that we don't give them the time of day or we don't see them or know them or love them the way that they should, right? Okay, so that's one one side. The other person goes right to the Lord and is like, hey, listen, like you see me, you know me, you love me because, hey, you created me and you knit me together in my mother's womb. You know me better than I know myself. But then I'm going to take that next step and I'm going to let you see me, know me, and love me. Because in taking that step, taking that action of like, oh no, I, I'm agreeing. Like he already sees, knows, and loves me. But like I'm going to let him in. First of all, that is huge. <laughs> That's going to make us feel huge. like um, like that, that permission, that letting him in is going to be like accepting it. <clears throat> and yeah. secondarily – by letting him do that, by letting us be seen, known, and loved by God, we are seeing and knowing and loving ourselves because like we kind of play it through our heads every time we're like, oh yeah, we're going to give this piece of ourselves to God. We're also running that through our minds. And so we're like, oh, we can, we can know ourselves. And then we can kind of see ourselves through God's lens instead of our broken lens. Right. And then on the third level, right? By letting him see, know, and love us, we can let those pieces of ourselves that we gave to other people and they weren't accepted well, heal. Like he can heal those places. And then we can go out to other people. And instead of grasping at what they are giving us, the straws of loving us and the straws of seeing and knowing us, we can just revel in it because we're already living from this place of being seen, known, and loved. Yeah. We're, we're filled up, right? So we're, it's like, I think of it like a, like a, like, um, what's it called? Grand Canyon, the Grand Canyon. Okay. It's a big chasm, right? And people, their love can't fill it. It's too big, but God's love Mm -hmm. can fill it. Right. So Okay, now the chasm is full. So when other people see, know, and love us, we can see that as little mountains, right? Little mountains that that blossom from, from the ground then. And that's awesome. We can see that. But we're never, we're never grasping at it because we're already full. Well, yeah. Does that make sense? Like it's yeah. like the cherry on top. And like we can revel in that because that is right, just, and good. Like other people should see, know, and love us. I, it is a desire for other humans as well. But at the same time, it's it's an addition to knowing who we are and whose we are and being confident in, in where we're coming from, from that. Does that make sense? Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. I don't remember what we were saying to get here, but. I just felt like I had to say that. <laughs> I think that was great. That also just kind of cleared my mind of everything else. <laughs> just 
And you know, the thing is, is sometimes you guys, Laura Jean will say something and I have to like sit in it for five minutes. I'm not like sitting in silence, just like to sit in silence. I'm sitting in silence because I'm like, I honestly don't even know how to respond to that because I've never thought of it in such a good way. And then later today I'll be like, Ooh, all little nuggets. <laughs> I think we were talking about it in terms of like reframing what other people are saying about New Year's. Right. Of yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. So like, okay. Taking that into consideration full circle here by people trying to sell us on things, trying to take our money by saying, Oh, you can be better in the new year. Okay, yeah. yeah, we can always do things to improve. We're not right. we're not saints on this earth. Like we're we're not all living the way that we should be, right? We all fall, we right. all stumble, we are all selfish, right? So that's not an excuse, by the way. That's not like, okay, yeah, everyone does it. Like, no. Right. First of all, we have to distinguish our worthiness from our works, what we do, right? Mm -hmm. Those are two very different things. Mm -hmm. Our worth and our worthiness and our dignity are not attached to, okay, that's false. They are attached, okay, but they don't fully, they don't fully uh, embody what we do. Does that make sense? So it's like, our actions are really important and we should always be trying to improve. But saying new year, new me is is not achieving that because you're going too far and you're saying, oh, I wasn't good enough before. And the only way I'll be good enough in the future is if I become totally new. Which if you're not baptized yet, yes, but. <laughs> right. But for those of us who are, we are already redeemed. Holy moly. We don't need to become new. Mm -hmm. You know, we have to repent and we have to go to the sacraments and we have to do all of these things, but we are already redeemed. We are already saved. We are already given all of the things we need to succeed in the spiritual life. Right. So what do we do with those things? That's what we should talk about. That's, that's what we should be focusing on. Yeah. Like does does my routine that does the way that I spend my time does that honor the Lord and does that honor the life that he has given me? Does that on does, is that in accordance with the responsibilities he's given me? Right? Those are the questions we should be asking. Not, oh, I want to like look this way and so like yeah, listen, if you need to get in shape so that you can play with kids on the floor, that's different right. than looking at it from, ooh, I want to fit into this pair of jeans and I want to be able to go to the mall and, and try on anything, any kind of style and look good in it. Mm -hmm. That's different than, oh, my goal is so that I can play on the floor with the kids and walk up, you know, carry children up the flight of stairs for their nap time and not be winded. That's very different. Right. Right. Or like we understand general health, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, like, and that's honoring God's design too. Yeah. Like not, not, um, misusing 
our our ability to choose what we put in or in or on our body to yeah. be like, oh, I know better, right? But to mm-hmm. honor the way that God made us. Yeah. Yeah. I just, my head just keeps going back to this time of the end of the year and the beginning of a new year can be such a dark time for people and like a sad time. And I just like to that want to be like, but it can also be such a happy time and such a time of hope and dreaming. I think it's so important to dream and I think that's great. I just think it's really important that in those dreams and in those hopes and in your desires, you also recognize that you're already worthy, that you're already loved. And, and that's just, I think that's the number one thing to remember when you're making these goals. Cause we're not telling you that you can't make goals and that it's bad to make goals because goals are fantastic and dreams are fantastic and working towards something is so awesome. But when you're working towards something, it is also so important to learn to love right where you are and who you are right in that moment. Because it's so easy to get caught up in Oh, I'll love myself when I hit 20 pounds down. Oh, I'll love how I look when I'm this size. Oh, I'll love how I feel when I hit this number in my bank account. You know, like, or we could just turn around and say, you know what? My arms are a little bit bigger, but they create so much magic in the day. You know, my legs are wide, but they carry me through every day. You know, my bank account is small, but I can, I've provided for my life. You know, I just think it's really important to love where you are on your journey because I truly do not think you will find happiness if you do not find that first. I agree. Like happiness is not at the end of a journey. Joy is not at the end of a journey. Love is not at the end of a journey. All of those things exist right where you are. Whether you're going through really, really, really terrible, hard, hard times, or you are living a blissful life right now. Like joy, love, worthiness, all of that exists right where you are. And that's really important to see and to recognize in your own life. Yeah, and just to even, like, think about the fact that if you don't love yourself or where you're at now, Mm -hmm. um, whether, you know, you have goals and you have dreams, but you don't have that that confidence and that peace where you're at, you Mm -hmm. won't have it when you have that thing. Mm. Amen. Because it's it's something that is it's like a muscle, right? It's mm-hmm. not like oh you you finish the goal and then you get the prize of love. That's not right? the way that it. That's works. not how it works. And also, can we ever, can we just look back at our lives and be like, 
this is a goal that I had and I achieved that goal and I felt so fulfilled. No, that's not how it happens because there's always more goals. There's always more yeah. things. And so yes. we like, we're always, it, mm, life is continual change. That's just what life yeah. is. And it is beautiful if we can see it for what it is and we can see it for it being for our good. Yeah. Right. It's beautiful and we can, yeah. But the thing is, is that if we don't stop and do the work now of loving where we're at, loving ourselves through it all, through the good, through the bad, saying, I messed up, but I'm still, I still love myself Mm -hmm. and I still see myself as God sees me, even though it's really hard. That Uh is the muscle that we need to work so that we're all, because otherwise we won't, we won't ever achieve that goal of loving ourselves. Yes. And if you don't do it now, you have to come back and do it later. And that's hard. Yeah. And I can think. be expensive with therapy bills. And <laughs> yeah. And you might have to go through a super exhausting four day silent retreat to figure out how to forgive yourself and all these people. And when I tell you that it's not super fun, I speak from experience. Okay. worth it but not super fun right like worth it to go back and do the work that we should have just done along the way but like do the work along the way that's a great time do the work along the way (laughs) and celebrate along the way yes oh my gosh celebrate your little wins celebrate your big wins I just, oh, there's so many things that I could get on a hot pedestal about. Not a pedestal. What's it called? A soapbox. I could get on a soapbox about a lot of things. Oh, man. I get so heated about this topic. (laughs) And it's like, it's just so cool to see that because... Like, I know that it doesn't come from a place of, like, oh, I read this book once and I was, like, super, like, no. Like, it comes right. from a place of, like, hard-fought experience and yeah. that is so much more worth hearing. You know what I mean? Right. I just, oof, you guys, if we could, if we could just stop focusing on how the world wants us to be. And just start focusing on the worthiness and value that God gave you. Man, it's life changing. Truly. And look at like, going right back to the very beginning of this conversation. Here's the thing. What the world says that we should be or who we should be is, is so not aligned with what God says we should be. Okay. Think about that for a minute. And also the fact that Mary in her fiat, her saying yes to God, she wasn't saying he, okay. He didn't ask her to do anything she wasn't able to do. He didn't ask her to do things. He didn't ask her to be like, oh, I need you to be an astronaut and I need you to build the space shuttle and I need you to go. Like, he asked her 
to be a wife and a mother. Yes. Something that a woman is literally made for. Yeah. So think about that in, in relation to what the world says we should be. Okay, we've seen just I, – I love looking at history and how the minds that shape our world have kind of gone crazy throughout history. But, like, looking at, like, okay, yes, women fought for the right to work because we have dignity and work, too. Great. But now looking at where we are at history and history or, or the world is telling women you need to be multi-million dollar CEOs of your own companies and you can't have children or you can't have children, but you have to have nannies raising them and all of these things. And I'm just like, what? Why? And Why? like if that like and the thing is is like it's really hard to talk about these things in in blanket statements because everyone is called to something very unique, right? There are the Joan yeah. Barks of the world. There are the St. Elizabeth and ha- of Hungary's of the world, right? There are those people. So it's hard to say like, oh no, we have to all be like wives and mothers and homeschool our children. Like that's not what I'm saying. Right. But what what I am saying is that it's a lot simpler than what the world leads us to believe. What God is calling us is much simpler. And he will make it clear. The thing is, we have to be really present to hear what he's saying. That's where our yeah. action comes in. And it is hard. It's not easy. It's not easy to be like, you know, I'm going to take what the world is saying and quiet it all down and be be present. It's not fun or easy, but that's the work we need to do. It's not the yeah. work to be this this person that, you know, the world says that we should be. Right. And like nothing is more limiting than what the world tells you to be. Mm. Um I think I think the world is going to limit you. Because the desires of the world are so unfulfilling that it's like when you get to a point of quote unquote success, like there's still the, but there has to be more. Mm -hmm. And if we're saying yes to the world, I think that is when we find our biggest limitations versus when we say yes to God and he opens up a whole, whole new realm of things in the best way. Like, again, we're going to go back to Mary's, Mary's yes. Like, had she said no, you guys, none of this, none of this would be a thing. That was one yes. That was one yes to God that, allowed everything to be just limitless and abounding. Like the world will limit you, but God will not. And the world will put you in a box and say, you have to be really good at this one thing where Right. I don't know about you, but I'm multi-passionate and I like to yeah. think I have gifts and talents in a lot of different areas. 
Mm-hmm. And that's all from the Lord. That's not from, you, you know, and, and it's hard because you're getting into the, the world and being like, okay, now to function in this world and to kind of make my way and to help people. It's like, I'm running into all of these things being like, well, you just have to do this one thing. You just have to do this one thing. And I'm like, no, this is not how no. I was made. No, thank you. Right. No, thank you. Let's start saying that. You know what? That should be my word of the year. No, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay, let's talk about our liveliness lists. Whew, I did yeah. a really good job that time. You, you, Well done. You go first. Okay. Um, okay, number one, preparing for seek. Okay, I'm... I'm a planning organization nerd. So planning things, really fun for me. Um, So preparing for Seek has been great. Uh, When this comes out, it will be the first day of Seek. So that's very fun. I'll already be there. Um, Lots of fun. If you're here, if you're here, come say hi. I will be hanging about. And okay, second thing is planning and dreaming for the new year. That's been bringing me some life, you know, just dreaming about all the things that could happen, you know, praying for the people who God sends me this, the, my way this year, things like that. Just, we love it. And then the third thing is (laughs) the six year trend on social media. Okay. Yes. I don't know if you guys have all seen it. Like, you know, it's on stories. It's like one of those like template things where everyone can do it. Anyway, um, I just love it. A, like I love watching other people's and like seeing how, you know, people have changed. And, and I love when people are like doing it with their like uh, significant others or their spouses and like seeing like how they've like changed and like that's so cool. But it was really cool. I, I did it last night and um, it was it was really a neat kind of um, thing to like go back and find six years worth of photos and just like, mm-hmm. you know, you see a photo and you're like, oh, I remember that memory. And then you're just thinking of all the things. And that was just like really neat to kind of like go back through and do. So that's been bringing that. my life. What about you, that. Kelsey? Um, Ethan and I finally got a new oven and stove. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We were working, God bless him, because he's been working with this oven and stove far longer than I have, but it was so old and so hard. I could not bake in it. Um, it's, it was an old stove or an old oven too. Um, that like, if you turned it to 300, it might go to like 450. So Mm -hmm. like baking impossible, impossible. And it just, it was time to be replaced. So Um, we went and got one and I got a gas stove and I grew up with a gas stove and I love cooking on gas stoves. Ah, so I got to do Christmas baking. And that was really special because, um, I made my grandma's two favorite recipes, um, that she always made for us growing up. And that was just really special to do, um, in our new home. And then I got to spend some time with my sister-in-law the other day. And I just think that's such an underrated relationship. Um, like when you marry into a family and you just truly value, uh, that relationship, I just, she's great. She's one of my favorite people. So 
uh, shout out to Emma if you're listening. Um, and then um, my mother-in-law, uh, her love language is gift giving for sure. Like hosting, gift giving, all the things. And she does it so intentionally. And she, like Ethan and I were sitting on the couch last night. We just had a family Christmas yesterday. And then we have another one uh, tomorrow. And we were just like, everything we got was just so specifically for us as individuals. Mm. And then we got like gifts for us as a couple and everything was just so perfectly thought out. And she got us this beautiful, um, wall print, um, that says great is thy faithfulness, which is the hymn that we sang at our wedding and everybody sang, and it was quite possibly the most beautiful thing. So now we have that to hang in our home. And she got me my dream bag. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> it, it's an elevate bag. And when I tell you, I saw it like three months ago at a local store and I was like, Oh my gosh, I have to have it. But it's, it just wasn't something that I could do. And I was like, I've thought about it every day since I've probably researched it and like looked at it online at least 50 times. And I unwrapped it yesterday and it is the most beautiful. I, I mean, I'm literally, it's right here. It's beautiful. Oh, like it's stunning. I love it's, it. Oh, like, you know, when you can smell the leather. Yes. I just, I just, she's the best. She's the best gift giver. She's so intentional about it. And, um, that's something that I like strive for. So that's it. That's my liveliness list. I love it. Um, yeah. I know we didn't save a lot of time to talk about yeah. what this year will look like, but quickly, um, <clears throat> yes, we are going to do our best here to show up every week. <laughs> now, <laughs> as last week will show us, um, life happens, and you know, yeah, you know what, we are going to choose to be present in our lives over podcast although we love you all and love being here yeah so just a note we will try our best we will try our best to be here every week um and chat about lots of lovely things if you have ideas hey send them our way please we'd love to hear we're in the planning for 2023 we are whoa 2024 we are planning (laughs) what we'll be talking about um so any topic you want us to talk about, any soapbox you want us to get on, let us know. <laughs> because clearly we just hate getting on a soapbox and we'll <laughs> never do it. Twist my arm, help me up. I will stand on a soapbox and I will talk I will talk about a topic and I probably won't use a filter. I love it. Let us the other it. thing you let can us- expect this year from us is a whole lot of real life and raw emotions <laughs> i just feel like that should be a a, a caveat a, a safety yeah. thing, you know everyone yeah. should know that it is what it is yeah sorry i just had to plug my computer back in uh well we love showing up here happy new year everyone thank you so much for tuning in and we will see you next week hopefully <laughs> happy new year friends We're so glad you joined us on this episode of Learning to Flourish podcast. If you liked this episode, please share it with a friend or many on social media and leave us a rate and review.